You're listening to the podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. This is the last in a series of special meetings with Dr. Gee and Ilka Pei. To learn more about us or to see the rest of the services, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Well, we're just going to turn uh, Dr. Gee loose here and let him go ahead and share and do and allow God to be God. And I think we're going to have something even more exciting tonight, too. Some things are going to take place, but... You know, we've been just praying and fellowshipping and allowing God to be God. And I tell you, if it's, if it's half as good tonight as it was last night, wow. Uh, but uh, I believe it's going to be even better. It's going to be twice as good tonight as it was last night. Amen. Because we keep putting a, a, just a demand on the Holy Spirit and a, and a demand on the Spirit of God to just, just do what he needs to do. So, Dr. Geek, go ahead and come on. Let's have a fun time. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord, and Jesus Christ is King. Well, you know, today is the last day of, uh, of the meetings, but, you know, we're, we're living town, uh, but Jesus is still going to be here. Amen. Our next stop is in Paradise, California, then Auburn, California, then Willows, California, then... You know, Shafter, California, we're still here for a couple of weeks, but I want to first of all thank Pastor Mark and Pamela and the staff of the church for having us here this year. Thank you for your hospitality. Amen. How many of you appreciate them? And, uh, and also, I want to thank, you know, thanks, thanks. I want to thank you and thank this church for supporting our ministry on a monthly basis. Amen. You know, we don't, write, we don't have a big organization writing us a big check and say, go preach the world. So any support we get makes a difference. So we are grateful for that. And I want to thank all of you that have, you know, I mean, it's been amazing since, uh, since Sunday, since we started. It's just been building up and building up. And uh, how many of you have attended all the meetings since, Monday, since Sunday morning? Raise your hand. If you were, you were here, wow. Uh, how many of you, this is your first night? Raise your hand. All right, we have quite a few new people tonight. So glad you're here. Wonderful. Uh, I'm glad you're here. And, and so it's going gonna, it's gonna to start slow. The temperature is going to rise and there might be a, an explosion. So, you know, um, let me just talk to you about a couple of things that are out there in, a, in, in, in the, uh, you know, this is, this is called the Avenger Cube. Someone said the Avenger Cube. This is a tool. This is a tool that will really uh, help you, you know, share your faith in just a few short minutes, all right? So, you know, you can say to somebody, hey, can I, can I share something with you? You know, you're separated from light. You're separated from God. Uh, Jesus died on the cross for you. He was buried for three days. He rose on the third day. He created a pathway for you to get to heaven. He rescued you from hell. And today you can choose to either stay in darkness or come to the light. What do you want to do about that, you know? It is so easy. It's also so easy to share the gospel. That it might take a theologian to get you confused on how to use it. Every time you have an error that shows you what is the next, you know. I'm not making fun of theologians. I'm also a theologian. But what I'm trying to say to you is this is so easy to use. Amen. So it's out there. Uh, this is a wonderful book on transition. So I say transition. I was really inspired. Um, you know, the first two years, my wife and I got married. You know, uh, my wife came from Belgium, and 
And I live, I live in Dallas for the longest time ever. <laughs> you guys beat the Cowboys the other day, but that's another story. But, but my wife moved from Belgium. Uh, we, you know, we, we share our times between uh, Dallas and Europe, and we go all over the world. And, uh, you know, so when she got married, it was a big, when we got married together, it was a big change. So she moved from Europe to, uh, to Dallas. So everything else, you know, in the ministry, you know, traveling, you know, meeting sometimes presidents of different countries or doing all those big things, events and stuff like that. She did very well. Uh, but I noticed that the first two years, the first two years of our marriage, when she mentioned home, you know, it was always Belgium. Hello? There was a change, you know, but she hadn't made the transition yet. Thank you for your support. So, you know, we were, we were coming from Japan one time. She said, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to going home. And that was two years later. I said, you know, we're not going to Europe for another three weeks. She said, no, I'm looking forward to go home to Dallas. So she made the transition. Thank you for your support. So a lot of people sometimes, when there's a major change in their lives, they don't make the transition, you know. You, know, you, make, you spend all that time and effort to get in a new relationship only to start comparing the new relationship with the old relationship. You start to tell your husband about, you know, when I went out with so-and-so, when I was married with so-and-so, every Christmas he gave me a thousand dollars and sent me on a shopping spray. Oh, yeah. You're sending subliminal messages. Love me like my ex. Uh, love me like my ex. Uh, and, and some men, you know, can't stop talking about their mama, you know. As they, you know, they get married, they get a new wife, and they keep talking about their mama. Um, mama, my mama, you know, mama, she always, agree, uh, she always agree with me on everything. She picked up after me. She never contradicted me. And so they're sending a message to the new wife, love me like my mama. Don't raise your hand. This is not an altar call. There's a change, but you have not made the transition. Hello? Listen, but, you know, how many of you know your wife ain't your mama? And your new husband is not your previous husband. People did this in church sometimes. You know, they, they come into the new church and they say, well, the Lord showed me this is my church. As a matter of fact, when I got out of the car, there was a lightning in the sky and I saw three doors fly by. And I knew that this is the place where I was supposed to be. And then they get into the church only to start comparing the new church with the old church. There's a change, but you have not made a transition. You start talking to the new pastor. You know, when I was at Pastor So-and-So's church, you know, when my left hand started to shake, he understood directly that my prophetic unction was in activation and gave me the microphone. And then we do a little investigation and talk to your former pastor. And he said, really, you never really supported him. As a matter of fact, when you left, that was one of the biggest blessings in the church. <laughs> Hello? It has been said there are two ways to become popular in your own church, by dying or living. <laughs> Thank you for your support. So a lot of people confuse what change is with transition. 
And so transition is basically about three things. The end zone, something ends, and then you got every season will have those three phases. You have the end zone, something ends, and then you are in between season, in between, in between seasons, in between relationships, in between jobs. You know, you're graduating, getting married, having children, getting fired, retiring, moving to a new town, you know, being a widow, have, you know. You know, having all your kids living your house and you have no more, you don't have anybody to control anymore. You're struggling with an emptiness syndrome. So this book will help you navigate through the transitions of life. Amen. The thing about a transition, it can either be a triumph or a tragedy. So marriages die in transition. Destiny die in transition. People, when they don't. You see, the thing is, you are, you're not organized based on where you're going. You're familiar with your past, but you're not familiar with your future. So when life throws a curveball at you and you find yourself in a new season, you're struggling with a disorientation because you have no frame of reference for what is new. This is what happened with a lot of people with COVID. When COVID came, they didn't know what to do. Amen? So this is a powerful book. I highly recommend it. You know, no matter what is your age, this is a great book called Keys to Receiving Your Miracles, 28 Things. How many of you love miracles? We saw blind eyes open here, deaf ears open here. We saw people heal here the last few days. This is a great book on miracles. Amen? Amen. Wonderful. This is a great teaching called God is Your Turnaround Specialist. I wish I could, I could be released to preach it tonight. I mean, God can turn anything around. Thank you for that, uh, you know, grunt in the back of the building. Glory be to God. And if you, how many of you enjoyed the message yesterday on revival? Do it again. So this is a powerful, powerful teaching on revival that will help you position yourself. Glory be to God. To be an instrument of God in revival. It's a very well-researched book. Over 200 years of studies of different revivals. We have documented about 40 plus revival. But we also talked to you about how you can position yourself to be a, an influencer in the end time. To be a revivalist. This is a wonderful book. You know, on marriage. This is a study guide. It has a lot of good jokes in it. It seems like you all enjoyed my jokes yesterday. So, a man complains to his friend. I just can't take it anymore, his friend says. Well, what's wrong? He replies, uh, he replies, it is my wife. Every time we have an argument, she gets historical. You mean hysterical, don't you? The friend asks. No, he said, I mean historical. Every time we have an argument, she always brings up the past. <laughs> There's another one for you. Every time you talk to your wife, your mind should remember that this conversation will be recorded for training and quality purposes. <laughs> the best way to get most husbands to do something is to suggest that perhaps they are too old to do it. A lady was at a grocery store, and she was about to pay the cashier. And, you know, the, the cashier said cash, credit card, or checks. And so, anyway, she started to look in her purse, and she was looking for different things. And she pulled out a television remote control and put it outside and looked at different things. And the cashier was confused and said, do you always take your, 
television remote control when you go out to shop. And she said, you know, well, my husband and I got in a fight. And this was the best, you know, this was the easiest thing I could do, you know, to, to punish him. It was to take the television remote control away with me. <laughs> the best way to get a man to do setups is to put the TV remote control on his feet. Well, what are the three fastest, of, fastest means of communication? The internet, the telephone, and tell a woman. <laughs> don't, raise your, don't raise your hand. It's not an auto call at all. Okay, the last one. The husband and wife were at a party chatting with some friends when the subject of marriage counseling came up. Oh, well, we'll never need that. My wife and I had a great relationship, the husband explained. She was a communications major in college, and I major in theater and arts. He continues, she communicates well, and I act like I'm listening. <laughs> Wonderful. So anything you buy on our table, come and help me. Anything you buy on our table, you know, it's, everybody say Mission Senegal. So we have a tremendous opportunity uh, to, to, to build a, a school. We, we've been working in Senegal for many years. So, you know, of course, and if you bought anything on our table, that's not going to be enough to cover all the, you know, the quarter of a million dollars that we need. But how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So you can pick one of these on our table. You can see where the product, where you, when you purchase the product, where it's going. And uh, so praise God. And I'm going to be at the end there to... Uh, uh, sign books and those kinds of things. Praise the Lord. So, uh, I want my wife uh, to I, I, I want my wife to come today and to share something with you today. Amen. <laughs> Team, you know we get, you're gonna have a double header tonight. Amen. All right. Uh, uh, my daughter is joined to her at the hip. She won't let her come, but we'll see what happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take her. Good evening. We are so happy to be back at Harvest Bible Church. We love you guys so much. We've had so many great memories. Amen. And this week, we have some awesome things that God did. Amen. Anybody was touched this week? Encouraged, empowered. We have an awesome Holy Ghost. Jesus gets all the glory. Amen. It's all about Him. But He is awesome and powerful and He changes lives. Amen. And today I'm going to share, you know, she's my baby. We've been all over the world, but she's a real mama's girl. So pray for my husband. Oh, poor baby. Today, I want to share. Actually, I was going to share yesterday, and then I said, they don't have children in church, so I'm going to share tomorrow. And my husband requested that I share this today. It's about a boy that was born in the royal family. You know, I'm originally from Belgium. You can hear my accent is not American at all. Hopefully, destiny doesn't pick up that accent. 
and she has an American accent, so please speak English with her. <laughs> but in Belgium, we have a royal family. We have a king and a queen. You all know in the UK, United Kingdom, we've had a queen. She's been there forever. <laughs> Amen. But people, when you have a child, I have a child, Destiny says, I'm a princess, I'm a, you know, it's like the girls in their dreams, they think I'm a princess, I'm a queen, we would have loved to be born in the royal family. And then the men, we're fighters, we're there, bold, you know, the, the queen and the royal family has an army and they're strong men, they will defend the girls. Anybody that would have loved to be born in the royal family? I know that some of you really love Disney because I see your pictures from some of you here. Oh, you love to be princesses and queens. And so this boy, this boy was born in the royal family. And at the time, his grandfather was King Saul and his father was Jonathan. And at the time, his grandfather... He had lost his throne and there was a war and there was fighting and there was stress and there were problems. And the little boy Mephibosheth, his babysitter, picked him up. And she was quickly going to flee. But she accidentally dropped him. And the boy that didn't do anything wrong became paralyzed. And today, in this age, many people here, you too, you have been dropped. Many have been dropped not because they did something wrong, but because someone else didn't take their responsibility or someone else wasn't there that should have been there or something happened and someone fell through the cracks and they were dropped. And something did not become paralyzed on the outside, just like Mephibosheth. But when they were Something became paralyzed on the inside. And maybe you're here tonight. And you too, you have been dropped. Maybe your parents got a divorce and you were dropped. You know, my father left my mother with two babies. I was 22 months old and my sister was six months old. And he went to another woman. Dropped. Maybe somebody told you that you were no good. They emotionally abused you. They told you you're no good. You're crap. You're this and that and that. Maybe somebody beat you up, physically abused you. Maybe somebody sexually abused you. Maybe your wife left you. Maybe your husband left you. Maybe your school teacher, maybe a boss, maybe your uncle, maybe a pastor, maybe a youth pastor. I don't know, but many people have been dropped. And Mephibosheth was born in the royal family. Can you imagine all the nice things, all the awesome things? There was only one royal family in the, in the nation. We would have loved to be in that position. 
But the one that had to take care of him dropped him. And the Bible says that Mephibosheth moved from the royal palace to a place called Lodivar. The city, Lodivar, was located in the wilderness. Imagine, from the royal palace, he became paralyzed because of someone else's fault. And now he lives in the wilderness, where nothing grows, where everything is dry, where everything is miserable, where every, nothing works, nothing, ba 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 ba. And the Bible says that he called himself a dead dog. And you know when you have been dropped, all kinds of things go to your mind. Do you know that you talk to yourself? Especially when you have a bad day. You dead dog, you ugly woman, you fat woman, you loser, you this, you will never make it. It's always going to stay the same. Nothing is going to be good. Sometimes you wake up in the mirror, you look in the mirror, you're already depressed. Oh, no. <laughs> and the city he lived in, Lodivar in Hebrew means lo, no, divar, Words, no words. He lived in the wilderness in Lodivar and no words. You know, many people that have been dropped, what, the, what does the devil want them to do? Be silent. Don't tell nobody. You suffer silently. We have a generation of silent sufferers that don't tell to nobody what's going on. But on the inside, they're suffering. They're dying. And that's what the devil wants you to do. To live in Lodivar with no words. To shut up. To suffer. To be in the wilderness and dryness. Having self-pity. Complaining. And calling yourself a dead dog. If you call yourself a dead dog, you must be really miserable. Must be a lot of self-pity going on. And self-pity is wilderness talk and wilderness thoughts. The devil wants you to tell nobody. So you will be a silent sufferer. And you know, there's been many men that have been dropped. And they say nothing. One day, ten days, ten. until it reaches the boiling point. It till, and then all the anger explodes, rage fit, and you're like, oh my God, what happened to him? Dropped. But it didn't come out because they're silent sufferers. The wilderness. Lodivar. Now let me read a Bible verse for you guys so that you will know where you can find it if you want to read it back at home. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. And there came a new king in Israel. New king. His name was King David. And King David said, 
Is there still anyone who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now, hey sister, come. You've been so nice to me. Keep on being nice. Every day she's so nice, so sweet. King David and King Jonathan, the son of King Saul, they made a covenant. And what did this covenant say? I got your back, buddy. Do you have my back? Yes. If you're hungry, will you feed me? Yes. If I'm in trouble, will you help me out? Yes. They had each other's back. They said, I am going to cover you. I'm there to help you. I'm there to help you. Now, in the Old Testament, a farmer did not go in covenant with another farmer. A farmer went into covenant with a soldier. Why? They didn't make a covenant with the strength, with someone that had the same strength as them. They made a covenant with someone that had the weaknesses that they had, so they could cover their weakness and they could cover the other one's strength, the other one's weakness. So a farmer went into covenant with a soldier. Why? A farmer had food, but in case there's a war, they need somebody to do some weapon fighting. Now a soldier didn't go in a covenant with a soldier. They went into covenant with a, with a farmer because in war, they didn't need weapons and they didn't need somebody with some muscles. Where are the man with some muscles? Show me some muscles. <laughs> come on. They didn't go into covenant with, oh, come on, yeah, come on, show us some muscles, brother. They didn't go into covenant with someone with muscles. They went into covenant with a farmer because in time of war, they needed food. They had a covenant and they had each other's back. Now, Mephibosheth, he lives here in Lodivar, in misery, in complaining, in self-pity. It must have been miserable because he couldn't walk. It was horrible. The boy couldn't walk because of someone else's fault. Maybe he had no food. Maybe there was nobody to take care of him. He lived in a miserable situation. And all that time, his father had a covenant with the king of Israel, but he did not know it. And I want to tell you, that the day that you got saved, you too, you entered into a covenant. It was not a covenant to exchange strengths, but it was a covenant not just with a king. It was a covenant with the king of kings and his name is, his name is, his name is, his name is, his just Christians oh because we go to church every week the day you said yes to Jesus you entered into covenant with the king of kings and that covenant is a full package full
full package. It cleanses you from all your sins. It heals you from all your disease. It delivers you from all your demons. Say, I have a covenant with the King of Kings. And his name is? His name is? But I have been to more than 120 nations around the world. And I'm sad to say that I've seen many Christians that have such a powerful covenant, but that are still living in? Because maybe like Mephibosheth, they do not know that they have a covenant, but I'm here to tell you today. Maybe they do not know the power of that covenant. What is included in that covenant? It is a full package. You know when you look for a job, you want to have a full package job. Retirement benefits, healthcare benefits, I don't know, you know what a full. But this covenant that you entered in with the king of kings is a covenant that has a full package. Say, I have a covenant. Can I see some confident believers that know that they have a covenant? Verse 2. Now there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God here? Kindness of God, covenant, love. And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan had yet a son which is lame in his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Masher, the son of Amimiel, in? Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Masher. Now, King David is in the palace. He sends Ziba to where? When Jesus went to heaven, he said, I am not going to leave you alone, but I'm going to send you another one. Duh. Duh. And he's going to be your helper. Oh, King David sent Ziba to Lodibar to get Mephibosheth out. Jesus sent the Holy Ghost. To get us out. We have a helper. We have a helper. We have a helper. You 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 have a helper. The Holy Ghost is your helper. And he will pick you up. You know me, favorite shit couldn't walk. He will pick you up. He will pick you up. And carry you 
to the place where you belong. Can you get me to chair? You have a helper. You are not in this alone. The Holy Ghost is your helper. You may rely on the government. You may rely on your doctor. You may rely on whoever. I don't know. Whatever. Your mother-in-law. Your mother. Your father. But the Holy Ghost is your And Mephibosheth was brought to the royal palace and he was given a seat at the king's table. Do you know that there is a seat for you at the king's table? There is a seat just for you at the king's table. It has your name on it. It has your name on it. It is just for you. That's why there is no Christian that should stay in Lodibar. We should all sit up. Can you all sit up? Royalty destroys inferiority. And you are... And it destroys every... It destroys every... It destroys every infer... You are born to win. You are born to conquer. You are born to have success. That is who we are in Christ. Royalty. Royalty. And there should not be any believers that live in inferiority, but we should all know who we are in Him. And at that table was King David, Solomon, the whole royal family. And Mephibosheth was given servants and everything that he had lost. His inheritance. We have a royal inheritance. Can you all see this table here? The table covered what was paralyzed in the fellowship. And the table can represent the grace of God. The grace of God, the power beyond your own ability, what you can do yourself, it will cover what was paralyzed on the inside of you. You are royalty. And I don't know where you have been dropped. But I was dropped as a child. Some are dropped as teenagers. Some are dropped as older men, as adults. And if you say, me too, I have been dropped. But today... I want to walk with my head up and live in the royalty and know who I am in Christ. If you say, I want prayer, 
come on up to the front. Because the helper, the Holy Ghost, is here tonight to bring you out of your depression, to bring you out of your hurt, to bring you out of your pain. If you say, I have been dropped, come. Come. And there's many kids and teenagers here, and I know that there's many of you that have been dropped. But I'm telling you, if you look at me, it doesn't seem like I've been dropped. Why? Jesus. 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 I know the covenant that I have. And I know that I'm not alone in this. That I have backup. And I know who I am in Christ. You know the last two days. When I was with destiny and I was on my chair. I was praying for man in this church. And the Holy Spirit was stirring me that there's men in this church that have been hurt. Hurt by their wife, hurt by their ex, hurt by people, and they are silent sufferers. And every time I came back to the church, I had the same feeling, the same stirring, the same word of knowledge coming to me. And if you say, I'm a man here, I'm bold, I have those muscles, I am strong. But you have been dropped and you have been hurt by certain people. Man, come. I believe that this is your day where God wants to encounter you and do miracles in your life. Thank you. Thank you. I believe that God wants to heal man on the inside. The healing virtue of Jesus. The power of the Holy Ghost. That works. And that heals. That mends. That restores. Just like Mephibosheth. He had a wonderful life and he lost it. But what he got was awesome. You're the Lord that healeth, Lord. Healing, 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 healing.
just pray in the Holy Ghost. You know, bring the atmosphere. You know, if you if you if you feel the Holy Spirit, I want you, I want you to open your mouth and pray. Let's not let's not spectate. You know, let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Just pray in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I believe that the Lord is doing a work of transformation tonight. Broseba Zimbron de Je Reboskeva Brose Ribon de Skivabon Zindre Zambro Ascobre Besi Ribon de Teskiva. Those of you watching online, the power of God is present to touch you in your house. Hallelujah. Paralysis. Paralysis speaks of impossibility. It speaks of limitations. And a limit is a line by which something ceases to be. A limit is a boundary beyond which something cannot be. Glory be to God. But God is a God of the impossible. Somebody say impossible. That simply means that there's no line by which God ceases to be. And there's no boundary beyond which God cannot be. Hallelujah. So tonight there's an anointing. Come on to break the power of limitations. Come on somebody. The power of limitation. The power of physical limitation. Financial limitation. Spiritual limitation. Economic limitation. There's an anointing. Come on. Operations of power. Administration of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Come on, stand up in this place tonight. Shombrese. Reisho brasa. Risco basande. Shombrandesa. You know, the Lord gave a word. Elijah gave a, uh, Samuel gave a, gave a word. He gave a word to Saul. He said, you're going to go up the hill. You're going to go up the hill. Amongst the prophets. And here's what he said. He said, and the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Somebody said the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Somebody said the Spirit of the Lord. You know, that word, the Spirit of the Lord, what you see in the Old Testament is translated hand. Somebody say hand. When you see Jesus quoting Isaiah in the New Testament, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. But in the Old Testament, it's translated the hand. Somebody said the hand. The hand of the Lord. Glory be to God. And Jesus said, by the finger of God, I cast out devils. Hands are symbolic of power. Ah, the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. The hand of the Lord will come upon you. And you will be changed into another man or another woman come on the word encounter somebody shout encounter it means to collide with the unexpected it's the bridge between the natural and the supernatural and the spiritual implication of an encounter simply means a new season is about to start a new day is about to start something new is about to happen and when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul, he was transformed because of an encounter. I believe that tonight God is stretching his hand. 
just like the apostle prayed in the book of Acts. They prayed, they said, Lord, stretch your hand yes. to heal. And the place where they stood shook and trembled. And God said to Moses, I will bring you out with my outstretched hand. Hey, they got delivered by the hand of the Lord. Oh, Saul was transformed when the Spirit came upon him. Jesus performed miracles when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And I'm saying to you tonight, it's a night where God is releasing a new touch by his hand. Oh, Shambrondi. Come on, I dare you to pray in the Holy Ghost tonight. I dare you to pray in the Holy Ghost tonight. Brondeshe. Brondeshe. Frambose. Come on. Activation of power. Hey. Shumbra. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Operations of power. Shumbra Desha. Technologies of the Spirit. Repa Sunday. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, the healing virtue of God is working in this building right now. Oh, Sambrasia. Reson de Cabasa. Rescandere. Rimboske. Rimbambosa. Rimbambasa. Rimbosa. Shina. You're being delivered right now. Take a deep breath. Breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. Put your hands here. In the name of Jesus, Lucifer, now I command you, Lucifer, now in Jesus' name, breathe. Take a deep breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Lucifer, now, Lucifer, now. I command you now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, the hand of the Lord is moving supernaturally. Raise your hand. Father God, I thank you for the release of a special anointing tonight for deliverance, for transformation, for impartation in the name of Jesus over every hand that is raised. There is a release of God's power, a release of God's anointing in the name of Jesus. Is that a picture of someone that needs a miracle? Oh, come here, come here to the front. Bring me that. Shobrasa. Shibrosi. In the name of Jesus, we send the word. We send the word. We send the word and say, rise and be healed. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. I rebuke every satanic operation. And I send the word and I speak healing now in the name of Jesus. Hey. Now, all those of you, all those of you that need healing, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Father God, I pray over every hand that is raised. Thank you, Lord, but that with your outstretched arm in this building, you're touching every hand that is raised right now. Thank you, Lord, that the healing virtue of God is working in this building. Those of you at home, you can do the same thing. Now I'm going to ask you to take your hand and put it where you need healing right now, all over this building. 
put your hands where you need healing. If you have more than one condition, put both hands on your chest. And I want you to take a deep breath. Breathe in. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Job 33 verse 4. The Spirit of God has made me. And the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Jesus breathed upon his disciples. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God. And I want you to breathe right now. We're going to use your breath as a point of contact to receive the healing virtue of God. The word excel is the same word for cast out. So if you have a demonic oppression, demonic possession, when you breathe out, I want you to see it living you right now. In the name of Jesus, take a deep breath right now. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every infirmity, every sickness, every disease. In the name of Jesus, as Jesus spoke to the figure tree and it withered from his roots, I say sickness, dry out. I say dry out. Come on, I say dry out. Dry out in the name of Jesus. Every tissue, every fiber, every muscle, every inflammation. I say sickness, dry out now and loose your hold in the name of Jesus. Loose your hold in the bones, in the blood, in the internal organs, in the heart, in the blood, in the heart, in the kidneys, in the back, in the bones, in the joints, in the tissues, in the muscles, in the brain. I say sickness, dry out now. I command you. I wonder if Mr. Amen have left the building. Huh? I wonder if Mr. Hallelujah has left the building. Huh? I rebuke you, spirit of infirmity. Come out. I bind every unclean spirit, every oppressing force, every possessing force. Depression, manic depression, clinical depression. In the name of Jesus, lose your hold. I bind you now. Every assignment of witchcraft, I break your power. In the name of Jesus, and I declare that this outstretched hand of the Lord is moving in this congregation right now. Just like soul was transformed, I declare your body is being transformed from sickness into healing, from oppression into freedom. I prophesy to your eyes, to your bones, in the name of Jesus. Somebody shall glory three times. Somebody shall glory three times. Shall glory three times. Shall glory three times. Say amen with fire. Say hallelujah with fire. Say glory with fire. Power declare signs. Somebody say signs. Wonders. Miracles. Signs. Wonders. Miracles. Say breakthrough. Come on, bear with a shout tonight. 
in the name of Jesus I send the word to this child right now and I rebuke the illness and I prophesy miracles signs and wonders there's no distance in the realm of the spirit and I say illness loose your hold and I prophesy creative miracles in every area in the name of Jesus I loose the power of God and release the power in the anointing and I declare breakthrough healing signs and wonders in Jesus name those of you at home right now the Lord is stretching his hand and touching you and healing you and delivering you and the breakthrough of God is coming over you right now in the name of Jesus now why everybody I want you to look at me right now everybody look at me Jesus spoke to the man with a withered hand remember that what did he say to him stretch forth your hand this is where the critics and the theologians and the newspaper will step in and say but doesn't he see that Jesus that this man had a paralyzed hand a withered hand why can't he pray for him what Jesus was saying Jesus was saying to the man I want you to do something you couldn't do before hello stretch for your hand come on now what he was saying is this I want you to release your faith by doing something you couldn't do before and when you do something you couldn't do before you're releasing your faith and my power is here to heal you and as the man stretched forward his hand what happened he was healed now those of you today with illnesses in your body or symptoms in your body I'm going to ask you I'm not asking you to stop taking your medication but I'm talking about physically right now I want you to take a step of faith do something you could not do before prayer has been prayed the hand of God has been stretched towards you but now begin to move your neck move your back try to stoop down if you have one bad eye one good eye close the good one try to see to the bad one test yourself come on somebody say test yourself test yourself somebody say signs wonders and miracles come on as you test yourself come on healing is gonna break out signs and wonders are gonna break out come on do something you couldn't do before move that shoulder move that neck move that wrist move come on move your back do something you couldn't do before come on move 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 hallelujah thank you lord in the name of jesus somebody say power holy ghost power holy ghost power hallelujah glory be to god show presente ribandosa Ladies, you're holding your hand like that. Let me pray for you. I want you to come forward. Let me pray for you. Yes, I want you to pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Keep praying. Keep praying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. So the Lord is, is leading you into a new place. It's not that the old season was bad, but it's something new taking place. You've been feeling this tug in your spirit like a dissatisfaction 
and a yearning for more. It's the drawing of the Lord. He's leading you into a new place in, in Him. And so it's almost like I see this, this well, this, this well that, that is springing forward deep in your spirit. There's just the life of God is springing forward. And there's a new sense of peace that is coming over you. Even though you have some reasons to worry and concern, but he's guarding the loins of your mind and he's calibrating your mind and he's infusing you with new strength. Hallelujah. There's going to be some significant breakthroughs that are going to manifest in your life. Glory be to God. Oh, I see it happening financially, relationally, and physically, and even in your family. The power of God is moving supernaturally. Somebody shout glory three times. Hallelujah, you're standing behind her, you're next, your number came up, you, come out to the step, yes, hallelujah, glory be to God, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, hey, 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 glory be to God, put your hand here uh, below your, in your stomach, in your stomach area, there's been an issue that's been bothering you right there, glory be to God, so the power of God is moving supernaturally, glory be to God, oh Jesus, hallelujah, Oh yes, it's moving right now. You can feel it. You can feel it. The power of God is touching you. You know, you've been having issues. Glory be to God in that particular area, especially on the right side, on the lower right side, where there's been like a pain and a discomfort. Right now, the power of God is moving and you're getting healed supernaturally by the power of God. I command every cyst to dissolve right now. And I speak healing. Your digestive system is getting healed right now by the power of God. I decree signs, wonders, and miracles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A new harvest is coming. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lady over here with an orange shirt, with a wearing glasses, she's not looking at me. You're deep in the spirit. Come, come out. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to God. Just raise your hands right now with an outstretched arm. The hand of the Lord is coming over you right now. There's a new level of calibration. He's causing you to see more sharply in the spirit, like the vision of an eagle. You're going to see it in the realm of the spirit. Glory be to God. From a distance, God is going to begin to unveil strategy because you're one that has set yourself aside to pray and to intercede. Hallelujah. But just like Samuel prophesied to Saul and said, you will go to the mountain and the spirit of the Lord shall come over you. You will change into another man. So this is a season. Glory be to God. I see this tree that is shedding light leaves and there are new leaves that are coming you know what leaves means it simply means the life of God Psalm chapter 1 Oh, he that meditated upon the Lord, he shall be like a tree planted by the river of living water, whose liver does not wither. Hallelujah. You say, I don't have the strength to go forward, but your roots are going deeper, and the water is going rise, is, is rising higher. The strength and the power of God is coming over you. So I release a fresh wind of the Spirit, a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory three times. Somebody shout glory three times. Hallelujah. You know, mister, you're in the back. You're yawning and you're looking down. Your number came up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You have an analytical mind. You like to study. You like to examine things. and You like to check things out. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. But the, the spirit, the same spirit that was upon Daniel is on you. Hallelujah. With a new level of wisdom, a new level of glory. Better God, the apostle Paul disputed at the school of Tyrannius and begin to explain certain things. The Lord is going to begin to open the scrolls to your mind. And you're going to see the word of God in a new light and it's going to shine through you. And you're going to be able to carry the counsel of God and begin to share the word with people that are on church people. Because deep in you there's a boldness in quietness. Glory be to God. Because you've not been afraid but you've always been careful to analyze. But even now, hallelujah, the power of God is coming over you to saturate you and inside of your spirit man God is releasing a fresh flow of his river thank you Jesus hallelujah in Jesus name hallelujah glory better God somebody shout glory shout glory three times hallelujah show blessing Show Bresenda. Show me, sir, sir, with the Nike shirt, with the Nike emblem. I want you to come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Zimbroseta. Re Pamboski. Zimbron de Skivabo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's, he's taking up, he's, the Lord is taking those broken pieces and he's putting them together. Hallelujah. You know, you see a mosaic, a mosaic design so many sparkles so many things and and you've been through so many things and had so many reasons to give up but what god is doing today is a is a work of reconstruction is a work of restoration hey glory better god and your life is going to become like a website with a billboard of advertisement about the goodness of god and he's going to send you to dark places but the light of god is going to shine through you and his word is going to come out of your mouth uh, and you're going to bear witness of the lord and you're going to begin to speak his word even the healing shall come forward because you yourself have been healed in your mind, healed in your soul, healed in your spirit. And I hear the word, the grave clothes are coming out. Those things that the enemy has tried to use to trap you, to put you down. But those grave clothes are coming out. Like Jesus said, lose him and let him go. You're coming in a new place of freedom and blessing and power in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Shout glory. Hallelujah. Sir, in the middle, in the middle here with the glasses, you're clapping, but your number just came up. Stand up, sir. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your immune system is getting touched. Glory, better God. High blood pressure is getting touched. Your joints are getting touched. You have pains around your neck, around your shoulders, around your hips. You have a difficulty even in mobility. This restriction of mobility because of all this arthritis that is coming over you. You said, I'm an old man. This is what's happening. No, 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 no. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. Hallelujah. There's a new strength that is coming over you. Your neck is getting healed. Your hips are getting healed. Your knees are getting healed. You've been touched inside of your digestive system. And your irregular beat is going to change into a normal beat. Hallelujah. Oh, your blood circulation is being changed. Your heart is being healed. Glory be to God. A total makeover by the power of God. Come on, somebody. I dare you to shout three times glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
listen, you know, I know it's the last day. If you want us to lay hands on you and pray for you very quickly, if you say, I, I didn't receive prayer the last few days, and you want a touch of God, but before we do this, before we do this, all right, uh, I just want to make sure I give you an opportunity, you know, to get right with God. We can get in the flow, prophesy, pray for the sick, and do all those things. And yet there are people here that have not yet connected with God on a personal level. And that would be a tragedy for you to leave the service and not be in relationship with God. And I'm not going to have to do a lot of arm twisting, but if you're here today, you know you're not where you need to be spiritually. And you need to just get things right with God, just between you and God. A simple question. I'm just asking you, can you please raise your hand? I'm going to pray for you. Thank 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 you. Those of you online, you can do the same thing. So let's pray together this prayer. Say this with me. Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. I repent from all my sins. And I declare that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I receive the miracle of transformation transformation in my mind in my spirit and in my body I will never be the same never never again in Jesus name can you burn with a shout and say amen now if you want to receive prayer very quickly I want you to stand up stand up if you want to receive prayer if you want to receive prayer alright so we're going to do this methodically very quickly you know, just come, just get this. Let's put one line going this way around the wall, all the way on this side, very quickly. The service is not over. Everybody, everybody else, remain seated. And I want you to pray in the spirit. All right, pray in the spirit. In a moment, we're gonna yes, very quickly, very quickly, very quickly. Just line up here, line up here, on this side, on this side, all the way. Yes, thank you, thank you. We've already prayed. All right, I already prayed a prayer of command. We're going to be laying hands on you. Thank you, Father God, with the outstretched arm of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. And I'm just going to say three things. Signs, wonders, and miracles. You know, sometimes people get, they get disappointed that I don't prophesy over them. Let me tell you a little story. I was in the nation of Finland. There was a man in the building. He came because he had stomach cancer. And he thought that, you know, I was prophesying over people. And I came in front of him. I didn't prophesy because, you know, I prophesy when, when God gives me a word. Amen. But if I don't have a word, I don't have a word. So he stood in front of me and I prophesied with the first three people. And I, when I got in front of him, I just hit him on, the, on, on, on his stomach and I said, signs, wonders, and miracles. And I walk away. He was so offended. He didn't even prophesy over me. And I have stomach cancer. He didn't even take the time to pray over me. You know what happened? The first thing that happened that, that night when he went home, the bleeding stopped. Yes. Tuesday, he went back to the doctors. They examined him. Listen to this. These, these are, I have this on video. The doctor said it was, it was as if somebody went inside of his stomach and burned all the cancer. Yes. And he was completely yes. healed. 
And I heard a testimony. One year later, he was still completely healed by the power of God. Amen. Come on, somebody. So we're going to lay hands on you and we're going to declare signs, wonders, and miracles. With your faith, you receive. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So we're going to start over here. You can, you can start over there if you want to. In the name of Jesus. Signs with the outstretched hand of the Lord. Signs, wonders, and miracles in Jesus' name. With the outstretched arm of the Lord. Signs, wonders, and miracles. With the outstretched hand of the Lord. Signs, even signs, wonders, and miracles in Jesus' name. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. By the outstretched hand of the Lord, release signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, wonders. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. Signs, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus. Signs, wonders. And miracles. Take a deep breath. We release signs, wonders, and miracles. Take a deep breath. Signs, wonders, and miracles by the outstretched hand of the Lord. We release signs, wonders, and miracles in the name of Jesus. We declare the release of signs, wonders, and miracles with the outstretched hand of the Lord. We prophesy and declare signs, wonders, and miracles in the name of Jesus. Hey, are you in prayer or just praying for people? Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. The king amen. is in the room. Oh, yes, pray for me, amen. I need prayer, thank you. They show they say. Please come, they say. All right, all right, you be prayed for. You can go back to your seat. You can go back to your seat. Praise be to God. Amen. Watch the door. Rimboso. I hear the word new wings. New wings. When the caterpillar goes into that cocoon, it seems like it's the end. And yet there's a transition. And there are new wings that have been birthed. Yeah, you've gone through difficulties and challenges, but even now the Lord is saying, You're going to grow a new pair of wings. What does that mean? You're going to fly. You're going to be lifted up from your circumstance, from the merry clay. And he's going to set your feet upon solid rock. Hallelujah. The Lord has called you and anointed you to lead worship. And the enemy is not going to steal that gift. It is alive within you. And as you sing, you will be healed and you will heal others. Hallelujah. It's not the end of the road. The Lord said, there's a new chapter in your life. And it shall bear fruits and fruits that will remain and I will be glorified, says the Lord. So be free today and receive an impartation to rise. And a new pair of wings are being released. You will fly high and you will last long. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Now, how many of you felt the power of God tonight? Raise your hand. How many of you tried to do something you couldn't do before? Raise your hand. 
How many of you would say that tonight you receive a healing? You receive a healing. Raise your hand. If the Lord healed you of something tonight, just wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me like be bold and say, I am healed. Hallelujah. Are you healed tonight? Are you healed? Raise, raise, please. I sometimes I have a hard time. Now listen, if you, let, let's just do let's do if you the Lord healed you, stand up, stand up. We're gonna see it's better than the hand. Stand up, stand up. You receive a healing tonight. Stand up, stand up, stand up. You receive a healing, stand up. Now, when you stand up, I want you to raise your hand. You receive a healing. We have a healing over there. You will heal. You will heal over. You receive a healing. You receive a healing. You receive a healing. You receive a healing. You receive a healing, sir. You receive a healing. You receive a healing. You you were healed tonight. Yes, 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 yes. Now I want everybody else to turn around and look at all these hands. Please remain standing. Look at all these people that are standing. Yes, hallelujah. Look at all these people. Now I'm going to ask you one more thing. Can you take a step of faith? Come down here. Because Jesus said I healed 10, but only one came to say thank you. Can you step out of your seat and come down here to the front a little bit? Let's, 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 let's take another step of faith, please. You know, you, you got healed tonight. Come here today. And I want you to, to face the church, stand facing the church, uh, uh, shoulder to shoulders, if you can. I want you to look this and this way. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stretch, stretch the line. Move, move a little bit to the left, to the right, so there'll be space for everybody. Please move a little bit. Move to the left or move to the right. Move to the left and move to the right. Raise your hand. Just raise your hand like this. Glory be to God. Somebody give glory to God. Hallelujah. Now listen, I like to take testimonies. But listen, a testimony is not a preaching money. All right? Just give us the short and sweet version of your situation. For example, I was blind, now I can see. I had pain, now I'm healed. Amen? We're going to record this because we like to take document what God is doing. So I want to stay here in the front. Just tell me your name and what was wrong and what God did. Let's start over here, sweetie. My shoulder was killing me. It was killing you. Yeah, he helped me. And now. And now. Yep. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God the glory. Thank you, sweetie. Go back to your seat. My stomach was bothering me. It felt heavy. And now it's light. Now it's light. And you have called out. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give God the glory. Thank you. Go back to your seat. Yes, over here. Hi, Jenny. I've been healed every night this week. Succession, yeah. Back, stomach, ear, one ear. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Yes. I was healed by my back. Ah, your back was healed. Come on. Thank you. Uh, when your wife asked about men, come forward, and I, re- I believe I received. Yeah. Forget, you know, just no anger toward. Um, someone very close that hurt, hurt, hurt. hurt. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's good. Yes, come. I've had pain and I am healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, amen. My lower back was hurting. I don't feel it anymore. Come on, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come, sweetie. My leg was hurting until God healed it. Hallelujah. Come on. My vision is better. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come, 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 son. My heart will my heart was broken, but God fixed it. Yeah. Healing in my body from pain and disease. Hallelujah. Yes. I was sick, and then God healed me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. My lip has been hurting, and ever since he touched my head, I have not felt the urge to bite it. Yeah. Come on, come on, sweetie. Me and my mom, me and my, and my dad got divorced, but now God healed it. Oh, oh sweet. 
felt a pop in my back. Whoa. And it didn't, it didn't hurt anymore. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Yes. The Lord healed a pain in my heart. Hey, thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. Today, the Lord healed uh, my mindset. Oh, my thought process. Yes. I've had epilepsy for 18 years, and I feel like I've been healed. Um, I believe I've been healed from heartache and anxiety. Yes. Um, I've been healed from heartache and depression. Amen. God healed me from migraine. Amen. Yeah. Neck. Neck. Couldn't turn it. <laughs> Could not turn my head or go up and down. So. Uh, I just want to say what the Lord gave you was right on. Amen. Yes, sir. Step over here. Arthritis. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, my back used to hurt, and now it doesn't. Amen. Healing from being dropped. Amen. A lot was going on, and honestly, I just wanted to kill myself, but now I just feel great. I feel like things are going to turn out. Wow. Amen. I've been healed from thyroid disease. I believe it. Um, I couldn't breathe, and I couldn't walk uh, without stopping, and couldn't stand for long periods of time, but I was standing. I'm knee pain. Knee pain, yep. God. Amen. God. Yes. Just an amazing measure of peace each night. And then I was standing in the gap tonight for someone who's in the hospital for intestinal issues. So okay. I'm believing. Amen. God touched my arthritis. I, I walked to the hospital twice today, had a bone scan. I have a follow-up, and I'm believing in the report of Jesus Christ yes. that I'm here. Yeah, I had my left collarbone dislocated. It's sticking through my skin, but the pain went away. Yeah. Yes, he healed my mindset. Amen. Come on, let's give the glory to Jesus. Jesus is the healer. Keep pace, not the healer. Let's give God the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I said, let's give God the glory. Let's give. It's Mr. Hallelujah in the house. It's Mr. Glory in the house. It's Mr. Amen in the house. Say glory three times. Jesus is Lord. Amen. We love you guys. Pastor Mark already scheduled us for 2023. Amen. Keep us in your prayers as we go around the world and around America preaching the gospel. God bless you. Stop by the table tonight. Pastor Mark, give it back to you. Amen.